Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Am I Pretty Now? podcast about the ugly side of beauty. Um, Today, Erin is going to be presenting her topic for us. Super excited. Um, So without further ado, I'm going to let her introduce it. So grab a drink, grab a seat, and let's get started. Hey, guys. Uh, So as Haley said, uh, I'm going to be doing today's topic. So today's topic is Well, it's like a few different things. So I'm just going to sum it up and say, uh, let's get into eye stuff. Ooh. Mm, (laughs) Everyone's favorite. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so uh, it's pretty much just going to be discussing some different interesting, probably a little disgusting, a little uh, dangerous things that we have done to and around our eyes in the name of beauty. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I hope you have reason to be. Uh, But yeah, so we're we're just going to kind of get into it here. But before I start, I think I told you, Haley, uh, before, I kind of just want to like, maybe like a pseudo apology um, (laughs) to any students I've had out there. Um, Listen up, guys. (laughs) Yeah, not necessarily that it's like wrong 100%. Um, also, you know, maybe just any of you in the industry as well, you've probably heard uh, the same thing. Maybe you had some of the same textbooks. Um, but as we all kind of know, like one of the first uh, groups that we kind of have anything like written down in terms of what they did for beauty uh, is the Egyptians. Sure. Everything starts with the Egyptians. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we do take a lot of our cues from them and their trends and what they were doing at the time. So textbooks have a tendency, uh, and I'm guilty. This is kind of why I'm like kind of apologizing, but not really apologizing. Uh, This is a, a, um, I'm sorry, you feel that way apology? Kind of. Okay. A little bit. (laughs) Um, So most of the textbooks have a tendency, basically, like they all kind of like start back with the ancient Egyptians when we're getting into like the history section when it comes to the beauty industry. Right. They all kind of... You know, as as we know, you know they used a lot of uh, different uh, products on uh, on on their eyes. You know, such as coal, which we still use today. They used a lot of like uh, azurite, uh, malachite, that that sort of thing. So a lot of just like naturally occurring um, like mineral pigments. Sure. So, kind of like today, they were um, prone to. I'm just I'm trying to think of like the best way to phrase this. <laughs> We do teach that they were prone to a lot of, like, bacterial infections. Okay. However, the books kind of lead you to believe that maybe the cause of some of these infections was the pigments they were using. So that is what we have kind of been teaching, not necessarily saying outright. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> You're but, looking uh, so guilty I right know, now. <laughs> I know, I um, know. In my research, mm-hmm. it kind of seems like, no, it was just really because, you know, they lived around the Nile. We know it's probably not the cleanest. Right. Uh, there were a lot of, you know, sandstorms, which, you know, totally makes sense. They didn't have a whole lot like other, like if you were outside, you were pretty much like exposed to all of the elements. You're you're in the desert. Right, right. Um, so it kind of turns out from some of my research that I've been reading that some of the pigments, like that them actually sort of putting some things around their eyes, actually kind of protected their eyes a little bit as well. Oh. So maybe, and this is just maybe, I don't want anybody, you know, writing us and saying like, guys, you were totally off base here. Again, <laughs> we are not historians. Yeah. Um, don't you know, ever quote this us. is for, very much for entertainment value. <laughs> um, but yeah, so from a lot of what I'm seeing, some of the pigments around their eyes, particularly having the coal around their eyes, mm-hmm. actually gave them a certain amount of protection oh. from a lot of like the sand and that sort of thing. Okay. So that's kind of where I just kind of, I guess, like feel like I should be setting the record straight a little <laughs> sure. bit because we've been kind of teaching the opposite for so long. Right. I'm not going to say that nothing they used around their eyes ever caused any issues whatsoever. Because just like, I mean, today, they did use quite a few things that could cause some issues. Absolutely. Um, But I did just kind of wanted to put that caveat out there as well. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) That was just, you know, me getting up on my uh, soapbox there for a minute. So (laughs) No, that was um, was good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I just, I I had to get that off my chest. (laughs) I was going to pretend that I didn't read any of that. Mm -hmm. uh, But then I was like, no, that's probably something I should mention. And you know, if you didn't mention again... 
somebody would let us know and correct us. And they may not have been very polite about it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just kind of want to do a set the record straight on that. No. Thank you. Yes. That being said, um, I'm just going to very quickly just kind of go into it because I have some much more interesting things to discuss a little bit later. Okay. Um, But just kind of going from like the eye preparations that they were using around the eyes. Yes. Again, you know, today we kind of use a lot of coal and that sort of thing uh, around our eyes as well. Okay. Um, I just kind of very, very briefly want to touch base on kind of what people were doing in the Victorian period as well. I feel like it just kind of segues right into that. Okay. So in the Victorian period, as we know, um, it was kind of one of those time periods where people like they wanted to be pretty, they wanted to be attractive, but it was also kind of like frowned upon to be wearing a lot of makeup. Sure. Vanity. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, as you and I have discussed before, it was kind of one of those times where like people were still like using some makeup. But they would literally, like, hide it. Like, you didn't want people to, like, find your makeup somewhere. So they would literally, like, put different cosmetic preparations in bottles that were labeled with other things. Oh, I like that, So though. that, like, when someone came in, like, they didn't know that that was what, what they were doing. Oh, I kind like, of want to do that. Right? Like, you just, you <laughs> wanted people to think you were, like, you just looked that way naturally. Today, yeah. I mean, we know, you know, it's kind of like that meme, you know, that's like, you know, when guys say that like women are tricking them with their makeup, you know, yeah. like, it's not our fault you think we had like gold eyelids. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so it was, it's, it's sort of that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, what they were doing at that time, it, it was just a weird time. So like everyone wanted to have like rosy cheeks. Okay. For instance. But instead of using now, some people did still use their, you know, rouge or their blush. But mm-hmm. if you didn't have access to it or didn't have somewhere to hide it and stash it, they would literally like smack themselves, <laughs> like just slap their own cheeks Stop. until they got like super red. So it looked like they were wearing blush. I mean, I guess that is the best way to get your skin to like a natural. Blush. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But so they would do that uh, instead of using a lip color. They would literally, like, bite their lips. Oh, no. Not to the point where, like, they were actually bleeding, but, like, just enough to, like, bring it up to the surface. Like, one more bite would draw blood. Yes. You know, kind of like if you've ever, and this happens to me, so I'm just going to use it as an uh-huh. example. If you've ever, like, bitten into a really delicious sandwich and you got really excited <laughs> about it. Uh-huh. And just, like, you hear that crunch that's not quite what you're eating and that sharp. Yeah. That kind of, like, redness yeah. kind of happens from that that's what you wanted mm, okay yeah i am happy we do not have to injure ourselves to color our faces. i am too <laughs> i am too but yeah so the, those are the sort of things people were doing so it shouldn't come as too much of a surprise that they were doing some funky things to their eyes as well absolutely um they weren't necessarily injuring themselves through anything they like did to their eyes what i shouldn't say that because we're going to get into some things a little bit later but in terms of like the cosmetics or like colorings that they were going to be using yeah they did use some like questionable things though um like basically instead of using again you didn't want to be caught you know having some sort of makeup around uh, god forbid right right <laughs> but you still needed to look like you were wearing it and you still wanted to wear it absolutely um basically like they would take like soot okay <laughs> like from a chimney yeah. I always think of, like, Mary Poppins when I'm, like, thinking of this. That like, the- Bert the Chimney Sweep. Yep. <laughs> um, also voted worst British accent ever in It was movie. bad. It, it was, was terrible. Bad. <laughs> like, it was bad. Brits are still pissed about it. I, do you know what, though? But when you know I was what? little, I had a crush on him. Well, he was good looking when he was He was. Younger. He was. He looks a little bit like a skeleton now. He looks a lot like a skeleton now. Is he? He is. He is. Okay. I'm, like, 90% okay. sure he is. You were going to ask you me. You knew what I was going to ask. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, very good looking chimney sweep. Horrible British accent. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, like, if you're thinking of like that sort of thing, they would pretty much take just like cinder, um, and th- that's what they would use for their eyeliner, and they would also use it use it along with uh, if you didn't maybe like have a chimney, yeah, if you didn't have a lot of like ashes from like or. Well, now I gave it away. Uh, if you didn't have a lot of, like, chimney soot or anything, you know, maybe you had some, like, ashes from cooking. Yeah. You would just use those then. Oh. And you would wet it a little bit and make it into a paste. And that was your eyeliner and your mascara. So, like... Innovative. Burn up dirt from the ground. But I wouldn't be putting that near my eyes. Uh, probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so so that's what they were doing. Okay. I can't 
can't be mad at them, though. That's like, pretty I feel clever. Like they were a very, uh, I was going to say ingenious, but not resourceful. Yes. They were very resourceful at the time. Absolutely. And we've mentioned that through a few episodes at this point, that this period of time. They're very tricky. They are, again, very super tricky. clever. Mm-hmm. I dig it. They did not give women enough credit. No. No. And no. men that were partaking. We are not above putting ashes on our eyes. Nope. And smacking our own faces. <laughs> and fighting our the lips till they of borderline beauty. bleed. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just kind of wanted to uh, touch on those a little bit, you know, quickly, just because I thought they were kind of interesting. Oh, absolutely. Um, now we're going to get into uh, some some of the uh, good stuff. Ooh. <laughs> um, so, and I know you've kind of been waiting for this uh, topic for a little bit. I've had people ask me about it. You've had people ask you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very popular thing right now. And again, you know, people are, you know, always thinking that what we're doing right now is like, oh, the newest thing and isn't it so great to be alive now. People have done it for years. Maybe right now the way we do it is a lot better than the way they used to. But we're piggybacking. We are. Yes. yes. We've pretty much always been the same and kind of <laughs> wanted the the same things. Yeah. Um. So we're going to talk about some lash extensions. Yes. I have been waiting for this. Yes. <laughs> um. Interesting beginnings. Okay. Uh. So kind of hearkening back to like our first episodes, we said there was, I'm not going to call him a gentleman because he wasn't, there was a certain individual uh, that we said was going to be pretty problematic and was going to pop up a lot. Yeah, is he back? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you want me to say his name or do you want to do the honors? Oh, are you giving me the honors? I am. Because it is, is it good old Mr. Uh, Pliny, the elder? It it is. (laughs) It is. Uh, Yeah, so uh, that awesome guy's back again. Okay. Can't Uh, wait to hear his opinions. So as usual, he had a lot of thoughts about, you know, morals, values, and what people should, shouldn't be doing, again, particularly women. Absolutely. So his thought was... Now, again, you know, I'm sure people, you know, were doing things, you know, with their lashes prior to this. Of course. He, I don't know. And again, I think, I, I want to say, was it like 23 or 27 AD? Oh, he was wow. born. Oh, okay. So this man, I don't know the exact year in which he made this declaration and decided like this was a thing. Um, but just to, you know, this was a very long time ago. Yes. We did not know most of the things <laughs> we, we now know. Um, so his thought. Because, you know, science wasn't then what it is now. Understandable. Um, which makes sense. <laughs> he So basically, he believed, and again, I don't know what caused him to even, like, think of this. Like, if he sat up at night, like, just pondering this. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, he got it into his head that, like, lashes were a big issue. Okay. Like, I don't know if there were just a bunch of people without lashes walking around, if there were people with, like, big, you know, lustrous, like, camel lashes. Like, I don't know what made him think of this. But basically, he decided at some point that he was going to declare that if you had short lashes, brittle lashes, or, you know, if you were someone with very sparse lashes, uh huh, you were uh, low morals and oversexed. Oh, like somehow your the length of your eyelashes was directly related to how virtuous you were, or not. I wonder. You'll note I don't have great <laughs> lashes. I don't have great lashes either, <laughs> so I would not have done well then. I mean, I would have done well, I guess, just not not with him. Right, right. Um. Yeah. So he basically decided it meant you were of low morals. And oversexed, and like again, it, this is during a time where like religion was very important. I'm just curious about what kind of sex he thinks people were having that directly affected their eyelashes. I don't know. Again, maybe <laughs> just like the title of this, he was like into some eye stuff. Like I don't know. Maybe Pliny was a little freaky, guys. <laughs> I like. I feel at some point he, this had to have been something like he was like noticing and experiencing, like. Hey, every time I go to that one whorehouse, <laughs> they, they don't have a lot of lashes. lashes. <laughs> that has to be why. Um, yeah. What a weirdo. 
He was a weirdo. For many reasons. Many, 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 <laughs> many. And he will continue to pop up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I almost feel like that. And it's not quite the same thing, but almost that sort of serial killer kind of like, what woman wronged him? Yes. Kind of situation. Because he really fixated on some very strange things. Um, she must have really hurt his feelings yeah. and stared him right in the eye. Yeah, He's she like, wouldn't go to the second grade dance with him or give him a valentine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's like, well, you don't have lashes. So you're a whore. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's, That's the fine, conversation. <laughs> and yeah. scene. Yes. You guys just got to experience theater. Yes. Per Aaron and myself. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, You're welcome. <laughs> you can't see it, but we are bowing right yes. now. Yes. We are super humble about it. <laughs> um, and we are throwing each other uh, bouquets of flowers. Oh, absolutely. Too, just in case you're wondering. Roses, only the best. Oh, absolutely. Um, only the reddest of roses. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I smacked them myself. Did you? I did. I did. <laughs> so Much helpful. like my cheeks this morning. Um, but yes. So that's kind of like where a lot of this came from. So it became very popular at that time. Again, I'm sure there had been a time prior to that that we don't really know about. Of course. Where people had really wanted to be fixated on their lashes as well. Um, but this is kind of like where we're seeing some of the beginnings of some of this. Okay. So what they were doing back then, and don't ask me how how they did it. I don't know. And I don't know how long they had to sit there for and what the exact process was. But basically, they would just take like small bits of hair, usually from the back of your own head. Okay. Uh, that, if you didn't, I mean, sometimes they would also use horse hair. Okay. Again, I don't, it's better than like the rat hair and the mouse hair that we were using before for the uh, facial patches. 100%. Um, but yeah, so usually either human hair, usually your own, or horse hair. And they would just sew it. Again, I don't know how they were doing it, but they would sew it onto your lashes. Okay. Thankfully, it was your own lashes. They would either use that or they would use um, like adhesive. Again, I don't know what they were using back then. It can't have been any good because we're going to get into what we were using in the early 1900s and that was still not any good. Um, so it could have so, only been worse. Right. Okay. Um, or they would like adhesive directly to your skin. Ooh. Just take basically just like a piece of regular human hair or horse hair, cut it down so it looked like it was the length of the rest of your lashes. And then they would either um, attach it directly to your uh, eyelids. Yeah. Sometimes they would also do the the uh, lower eye as well. Okay. Although that didn't become too popular until like earlier in the 1900s. Um, but they would do that or they would just sew it directly onto your own lashes. Okay. Which, of course, like it doesn't sound too bad. Um, I mean, you could have some sort of reaction to it. Like, I don't know if you're like me at all, but like sometimes my own hair... Like, if it just, like, it, maybe if I didn't, like, moisturize that day or something, yes. it, like, raises me just the right way. And I'm like, oh, you're itchy. <laughs> yes. So I yeah. can't imagine, like, that being on your eyes. Okay. Uh, but basically, like, that's what they would do at the time. Okay. Pretty mild. Um, sometimes it could lead to some other issues, though, because, again, kind of like modern-day lash extensions, uh, for those of you out there, you know, who do them, you know, or have had them done, there are very specific phases. Okay. Two lashes. It's basically like a three-part. It's um, catagen, antigen, intelligen. Ooh. Your catagen is going to be like your like very, very short sort of growth stage. Yes. Your antigen is going to be in the middle. And then your intelligen is going to be there at their peak. They're, they're longest and they're about to fall out. Oh. So depending on when they would actually adhese them, kind of like today, if the lashes were too short, mm -hmm. it could actually end up breaking them off entirely. Oh. And if they're too long, the whole lash is going to come out anyway. Sure. The and and when the it. lash sheds, it's going to even look kind of worse potentially because that extended section has also come off as well. Yes. Oh, okay. So it can kind of like draw attention to it in a way as well. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they probably knew about that back then. So uh, there was quite a bit of breakage that would happen, which of course just kind of like feeds back into that whole cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now they look great and now you're back to square one again and people are like, wow, it's even worse than before. I wonder. So like what if they fell off when you were like on vacation, <laughs> right? Like visiting a family in like a neighboring town because that would take like 19 hours to get there back then. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I wonder if that's part of the reason that. What's she been doing for the past three hours? That's exactly what I was going to mm -hmm. say. 
I wonder if that is the reason behind his belief that, like, it, it had to be sex. Because what was a woman doing if you couldn't see her? Right. She's probably fucking around with a couple Joes down mm-hmm. at the, the brothel. Yeah. So I wonder if that just had to be... I mean, it's a weird... Listen, for two gold pieces or whatever, you know. <laughs> right? Hey. You do you, boo. Yeah. Not upset with you. Nope. Oh, that's so interesting, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of where we're seeing it, like, start a little bit. It okay. never entirely goes away from there. Um, it kind of, like, had some shifts, kind of, like, you know, the same in terms of um, when we were discussing the wigs. Yes. That that sort of thing. You know, everything kind of, like, trends and cycles in, cycles out. Yep. All of that. Uh, so we do kind of, like, see it continuing on for quite some time. But then eventually it goes away a little bit. We get into that weird, funky time period where, again, kind of going back into, like, some of, like, the wig situations – uh, people didn't, like, they didn't, it, it was kind of like a twofold sort of thing, where, like, on one hand, kind of like the Middle Ages, like, renaissance sort of era, mm-hmm. people, their view of beauty was basically uh, the less hair you had. I shouldn't say the less hair you had. <laughs> the larger your forehead kind of seemed, I guess. Okay. Like, the more blank space you had, the more attractive they thought people were. Because they looked at basically like the size of your head as like that's how big your brain is. Oh. Which is kind of funny because they were like, yeah, intelligence is really sexy. And like the bigger your brain, like the sexier you are. But like their thought process was like the opposite of (laughs) like intelligent, I guess. Yeah. Which, you know. Um, But yes. So they thought like the bigger your head. The bigger your brain, and you need to accommodate. Right, <laughs> right. You need all that room. But if it's like covered up, you know, if you had kind of like a like a low hairline. Yeah. Ooh, no. Really? Because it makes your face look smaller. It makes your head look smaller. Oh, that's so So you so wanted funny. more like bare area? Because then people are like, wow, look how big their forehead is. They have that big brain. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. Such a weird line yeah. of logic. So, and you're probably like, wait, why are you talking about this? Yeah. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know how it is with me. It sometimes takes a minute. It's fine. But I'll get you there. We've got the time. Um, <laughs> so what they would do, they would take basically like all of the hair in the front and they would kind of take it all the way back to like where like the front of your, your ears would be. Oh. You didn't want any hair before there. So, like, no sideburns? No. Oh, that's and a And they look. wouldn't just, like, shave it. They would literally, like, tweeze. They would remove directly, like, the bulb directly from the <laughs> follicle because you didn't want any sign, like, no shadowing, no sign there had ever been any hair there because then people would know you were, like, faking it. So literally, they would sit and like for as long as it took, they would tweeze all of the hairs individually um, up until back to that that ear line. That just makes Mm -hmm. my forehead hurt. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, think about it. Like it even goes into like your actual like hair, not just like that, that forehead area. And then that soon became not enough. Okay. They would tweeze all of their eyebrows. All right. We're running out of hair here. And then. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Don't say it. See, you see where I'm going now. <laughs> we're just working uh, down. Yeah. Uh, they would remove all of their eyelashes. By tweezing? Which is, yes. Or, I mean, I guess if you didn't, you know, you just pull them, up, pull them out yourself. I, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. But so that's basically, yes, you wanted nothing. And it was interesting because, like, on one hand, people were doing that for the sake of appearing more attractive somehow. Yeah. How how your eyes made a difference in the shape of your brain. Again, I guess they didn't know that your brain was not down there. <laughs> right. It didn't um, fill the whole skull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on one hand, people were doing that. On another hand, people were actually removing some of their eyelashes and their brows and covering their hair, like, with hats or covering them in scarves and coverings for religious purposes. Like, your hair is, like, your crowning glory. And, like, it's not for, like, other people to be seen and sure. looking at. 
uh, that sort of thing. So it's like for two completely different reasons, people were either covering up or removing the hair from the neck up. That is wild how big of a difference. Yes. In all fairness, culture. Right. Made. Yes. Wow. So people are doing these like very similar things, but for entirely different reasons. Yes. Um, And then at some point, like, I think people kind of caught on. I don't know what had to happen or how many people, you know, things may have happened to. It's a really bad idea to not have lashes. Well, yeah. Not only because, like, at some point, you know, the trend comes back again and people are like, oh, look at them. They don't have any hair. Yeah. Um, (laughs) On the other hand, um, you know, for reasons that have nothing to do with just, like, your physicality, Your eyelashes protect you from dirt and debris uh, and many other things. Yeah, uh, you know that that are out there. So, like to not have them at all had to be a huge I mean, issue. The, the, there were a lot of bacterial, you know, eye infections again that that were kind of happening at this time because people didn't have anything to, you know, uh, to protect them. Yes. Thank you for saving me (laughs) from myself. I literally couldn't think of the word. It's okay. I saw you blanking for a second. I was like, I got to roll in here. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) So, okay, so I'm going to say something only because I've seen it on TikTok recently. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, TikTok. Freaking TikTok. And someone at work asked me about it. Mm. And I'm going to say for the sake of the conversation, a nickname I know what it is. I know what it is. I was kind of hitting on it when I said any number of things can be protected from your eyes. I was mm-hmm. going to make a joke about Pliny for a second. Uh huh. Um, which still works. It's if still you're about works. to say what I think you're going to say. Cumbrellas. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh, cumbrellas, cum catchers. Cum catchers. Yep. So there's a TikTok going around right now, and it's making me really angry only because you and I have both like slightly researched this topic. Yes. Where they're saying that the woman that invented eyelashes, like uh, falsies, mm. was in the 1950s, which isn't true. No. Because it was well before that Absolutely time. incorrect. But they're claiming that she coined the term cumbrellas. When, I mean, I I'm don't sure know. someone used that term. Absolutely. That then. is not original. But I also feel like people could have been using it way back in the day too. Because if you go back to even things like Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. The terms they were using back then were, like, so raunchy and, oh, like, yeah. so, like, real <laughs> that I find it difficult to believe that, like, no one said something like that. Yeah. He calls, I think it's Capulet at one point in the play says, he calls someone a saucy boy. Mm-hmm. You don't think that they were also yelling cumbrellas. Right. Or come catchers. Mm-hmm. That might be a little bit more. And, uh, what, you're, you're making the beast with two backs? Yes. Like, come on. Like, Give the older... Mm-hmm. I was going to say generation. The older time periods a yes. little bit more credit. Right. Yeah. They were, I mean, and you and I were just having this conversation the other day just about like older generations and like older people in general. They were, no matter how cute they might be, some of them right now Dude. and how sweet some of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were our age once. They did the same things. Absolutely. And said the same things just in a different way. <laughs> they laughed at all the words that we laugh out now. Yes absolutely 100 percent. we just didn't know them when they did that <laughs> they were just always nanny or nan exactly or pap mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. were probably dirty 30s at oh well I'll, they were dirty 30s they at were some point I, absolutely yeah. i mean also like we are here <laughs> yeah which is proof that at some point yeah <laughs> we're not um what's it called? immaculate <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not immaculate here <laughs> as much as we want to believe we are sometimes yeah no uh-uh. no mm-hmm. no um but yeah Sorry, I took that really No, you're fine because I'm glad it went there. Yeah. Because I almost did earlier and then I didn't mm-hmm. know if we were. Oh, we so would. So good. Yes, yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I'll be the um, one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. So lack of eyelashes caused a right. huge problem in eyeballs. Imagine that. Absolutely. Hmm. So <laughs> that's, you know, kind of, again, like when we get back into, hey, we need that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, And then, you know, so it's going to take a million years. Not literally again, guys, please don't write to us and say it doesn't actually take a million years um, for for, you know, some of these things to grow back. Well, I was going to or at least to a length that's actually going to be of any sort of like use to us. Yes. So they and again, it was in France. Again, they always, you know, do do it first. 
trendsetters. They're always the leaders, man. They are, uh, for better or worse, sometimes. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yes, so they ended up a kind of, and when I say they, I don't know who they are, um, <laughs> but someone at some point came up with basically a surgery. Ooh, okay. So what they would do. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we're saying, you know, like lash extensions, and this is going to, you know, again, kind of cycle back to that eventually. Mm -hmm. But at this point, it's just giving people lashes at all. So what they were doing, Mm -hmm. they would take your hair, usually your hair. I don't want to know how many times they didn't use your own hair and it went badly. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. You can reject your own hair. Like even if or um, you can reject your own hair, you can reject someone else's hair. Anytime your body is seen that something is like foreign to it or in a foreign place, yes. there's always that that possibility. So as often as possible, they would try to make sure it was your own hair. Kind of like way back in the day, they would go, they would remove hair from, from the back of your head. Okay. And what they would do, though, they would usually take like a very small needle. Okay. And again, you don't have lashes to sew it to. So they would just take hair... Mm-hmm. Cut it down to like what they thought might be an appropriate length for you. Rub cocaine all over your eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um and they would literally just sew the hair from the back of your head onto your eyelids. To the actual eyelids. Yes. Into the eyelids, like into your eyes. <gasps> Not the pupil, obviously, or like the actual like eye. Um, but yeah, and again, both top and bottoms. Oh my gosh. Pretty much as much as you could take. Ooh. Yeah, so the, they were doing literal, um, literal like hair transplants onto your eyes. Like the most yes. literal version that you yes. could have. <gasps> yep, they would, they would, you know, again, old school sewing needle, just go in, give you some cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine and, uh, makes everything okay. <laughs> my only issue with the cocaine, and I know you and I have discussed this, yeah, is if someone is on it, like number one, I feel like it could either be a good or bad. Like I don't know if your eyes need to be open or closed. Yeah. So I like that. Like cool. Like if they need to be open, you're like alert. You're ready. You're there for it. Yeah. You're nice and numbed out. Right. Um. But you're are also you maybe as numb as you need to be. I don't know. But and and what what you just said with the tweaking <laughs> is is my point. Like. What if your eyes needed to be closed? Yeah. Or what if whatever, and like you're just laying yeah. there and like <laughs> super pumped, super ready to go and like all twitchy and you know, right, whatever. Right, Like, so I, I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing. I know they used it to numb. Again, I don't feel like it could have completely numbed you. I don't feel like it could For have. that, I mean, and if your eyes had to be open, like, oh, like you're you're seeing it come yeah. at you. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but so that's what they were doing. Okay. I'm glad we don't do it anymore. Yes. Although, with saying I'm glad we don't do it anymore, uh-huh. <laughs> um, we kind of do in in a way, not the same way. Okay. But they actually do have um, basically like implantation surgeries for people who um, maybe do have less. It's not common. Okay. It's not something that I think like you're going to be able to go to your insurance company and say, hey, you know, I, I need this. Okay. Um, but basically... What they'll do is they'll kind of, it's almost like the hair plug situation. Yeah. But for your uh, lashes, like they'll basically go in and they'll remove um, not only the bulb, but also the follicle. And they'll implant directly into your um, eyelids or your lash line. Oh, get out. And they'll go in. um, And I forget how many they can do. I think it's like 20 some they can do at one time. It usually takes several hours. It's a very expensive surgery, I believe, from from what I was seeing. It has to Um, be. So that thousands of dollars wow um but yeah and they can implant i believe i don't know what it is like 20 some um wow yeah right and and if all goes well it should take and it should actually start to grow just like your your regular hair would get out mm-hmm. so does having the bulb of the hair on it and the follicle mm-hmm. is that what makes it a little bit more um like successful I think so, yeah. And it kind of like tricks your body into thinking that like that this is where was it should there. be. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I imagine that has to be one hell of a 
price tag on that surgery. Yeah, though. I don't want to know, and I don't really want to know what it looks like after recovery. Ooh, no. either like I mean, I'm sure there's like swelling and you know all all of that sort of. I was going to say good stuff, but yeah. not really good. But not good um, stuff. But yeah. So when I'm saying like, yeah, I'm glad we don't do it anymore. I'm glad we don't do it that way anymore. Yes. I don't know what sort of situation you would be in that you're having this done. I was originally thinking maybe like an alopecia situation, but then you're also generally not going to be growing hair on your head either. Right. So I don't know maybe if it's just one of those situations where like as we age, you know, yeah. Eventually, things don't always come back. A lot of us have probably over-tweezed, over-plucked, you know, any, any number of things. I'm still growing spots in. Um, but yeah. Okay. So we do still do this surgery, um, but it's not quite quite the same. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That seems, dare I say, a little more educated. It does. Uh, than the yeah. cocaine. Yes. I hope they don't use cocaine on those clients. Now? Now. No, I hope they. I mean, maybe they can go home with some. (laughs) Um, But yeah, okay, yeah. I don't really. Just kidding. Don't really. Um, But yeah. So, um, but also, I mean, so so that being said, you know, we still kind of have those things going on. Obviously, we're still doing lash extensions now. The way we do it, we use a very safe adhesive. Back in the day, it wasn't always, um, please, any of you who are, you know, lash artists out there, any of you who are getting them done, make sure to let your lash artists know if you have any sort of issues uh, with latex, uh, Mm -hmm. if there are any sort of adhesives. Back in the day, we were using a lot of things like resin. Um, We were using spirit gum, which we're going to get into in a minute here as well, um, to uh, do some of this adhesion. Okay. Not great for you. A lot of allergic reactions, a lot of severe issues kind of came from some of this stuff. Yeah. So now we do actually have uh, kind of like um, like ophthalmologist approved products that we're kind of oh. using around the eye area to kind of, you know, make sure that people aren't going to have that adverse reaction. Um, I know I have super, super sensitive eyes. I haven't necessarily had extensions done. I've had like the, the lift and tint done. Yes. I had no issue with that. Again, just because so many of the products now are going to be like a little bit safer for people with sensitivities. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, so lashes are still something we do, but we make sure like you're not adhesing it uh, directly to the actual lash line, to the skin. You're adhesing it again, usually about like halfway to like three quarters up the lash. Um, And you're only going to be adhesing it to the lashes that need it to be adhesed to usually right in that middle antigen phase. to kind of help to prevent some breakage so like it's come a long way obviously we're still doing it it's still very popular yeah um but the way we're doing it is a lot safer um and as you said a lot more like scientifically uh and medically sound a hundred percent yeah yeah so again it's been around forever um but very glad we don't do it the way we used to we've definitely grown up we have (laughs) yeah we have um and even just going back to uh like in terms of not just the lash extensions but like the the false lashes yeah um, as well, you know, kind of like the strip lashes, or you mm-hmm. can have the cluster lashes, or even just like little uh, individuals. Yes. Which bless the hearts of anybody yeah. who does those individual ones. Yeah. Tedious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so just to kind of like, just give like a little very, very brief history of that. Not going to really get into it. Um, so again, it lashes were around a lot longer than the 1950s. Absolutely. Um, or your uh, umbrellas, you know, if, right. if, if you'd prefer. Um, they were long, like around way, way, way before then. Yeah. Uh, but some of the first, like, one of the reasons it kind of like became very popular again to have your lashes, because again, everything's kind of just like going in phases. Yeah. Um, early on in like the 1900s, you know, back in kind of like the, the silent movie era. Mm-hmm. Again, like a lot of what people do is like something that they usually kind of see like celebrities, you know, or kind of other people they're they're looking up to doing. Yeah. Um, There was, in particular, and I'm not going to give him credit for this being, like, a big thing back then, but, like, if you look at a lot of the movies, a lot of, you know, the the starlets back then, they all have, like, that, the very, like, wide-eyed sort of, like, look to them. Their lashes are always, like, pretty extreme. Yes. Well, there was one director in particular. Um... Sounds like he's going to be problematic. Yeah, I'll just say his name. Um, Anybody, you know, out there who's like a film buff, you guys have probably heard of him. A lot of, you know, the rest of you may have heard of him as well. 
He's kind of like notorious. I don't really give him a lot of credit. I'll be honest. I didn't really enjoy his films. I had to watch one of them uh, in history of film class. Uh-huh. I believe the uncut version of the film was close to like eight and a half hours. Oh my gosh. We got to watch the abbreviated version. Oh, great. It was like four and a half. Stop it. Uh, silent movie. Ugh. Not great. Um, this man. Uh, Already over it. Yeah. Super racist. Oh. Super, you know, very much like the woman is the woman and the man is the man. And he did a lot of, I think, like, in his mind, it was a very, I think, like, he thought of himself as maybe, like, a very, like, prolific, uh, like, filmmaker. So he was full of himself. He kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was the sort of guy, like, he would, and actually in, in the film we watched, um, I'm just going to say it, uh, D.W. Griffith, we had to watch this one film of his Birth of a Nation One of the most racist things you'll ever see in your entire life. Oh, no. Um, Don't recommend it. Okay. Uh, Again, it's one of those, like, it's really important as a film. But it's So, like, I'll be like, yep, it was a film extremely problematic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, like, he had a, it was, like, several women and they were, like, the graces. Okay. And it would, like, go between, like, different things were happening to, like, real people. And then it would just show them, you know, in, like, a smoky room. And, like, you know, here they are in their, like, robes. It was, I, it was fine. Like, I understood (laughs) the point of it. But it, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was, like, one of those people, you know, kind of like some of the others who were very big on, like, the woman looking, like, what his ideal of, like, femininity femininity would be if i could talk i don't know what just happened um so he you know was kind of obsessed with the whole lash situation and in one of his films he wanted one of the actresses basically his idea and i believe like what he actually told them was like he wanted her lashes to be like down to her cheeks what like for some reason to him he was like i want her to be like an angel and ethereal and like otherworldly and to him, I guess it just meant really big lashes. That's all it takes? I, I, evidently. <laughs> but so, obviously, no one has lashes that are that long, generally. Sure. Um, Unless you have a medical condition. Yes. Which I'm not Which is a completely, fun, is very worldly. But is very worldly. <laughs> uh, so he basically, he had one of the actresses, and she had some uh, pretty severe reactions to it. They didn't really know what they were doing yet in terms of lashing. So they basically just sort of had um, lashes. And it it was human hair, to my knowledge. It wasn't like animal hair. It wasn't her own hair. And again, if it's not your own, you know, and back then, like, things weren't so great. Yeah. Uh, It was human hair because he wanted it to also be, like, realistic. Um, So, yeah, I don't. But so they were adhesing um, these lashes to her with spirit gum every single day. Oh. Like, all day long, every day, um, to eventually she got to a point where she showed up. And we only know this because there was, like, a very big actress at the time. I'm remiss in this. I forget uh, what, <laughs> what her name was. But basically, she was doing, like, an interview yeah. about uh, making making this film. And she actually, like, basically commented that she felt, like, really badly for this one girl. Because it got to the point where she came into work one day and her eyes were just about completely swollen shut oh they no. were yeah they were like crusted they were like almost completely swollen shut she couldn't see she had to be guided around she was in pain stop it and here his only comment the director's like only real comment on it it wasn't like oh my gosh like what happened you know or it was literally like well all of the most important scenes that we needed her for have already been shot like, and that was pretty much it. He dismissed her. Like, like you know oh what? Well. I guess it's all right. We didn't really need her anymore anyway. We already shot most of her scenes. That's all. Like, no, like, oh my gosh, like, is there anything we can do for you? Can like, I pay what? your medical bills? Right, no. <gasps> Just, eh, let's get on with it. We don't need her anyway. Bye. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Ew, what a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. He was already a piece of trash I mean, for many reasons. <laughs> he was not but a just classy one act. more. <laughs> yeah. Just one more. <laughs> Let's pull out that scroll yeah. of what makes him not mm-hmm. classy. Yeah. Um, and again, around that same time period, another thing that people were kind of seeing that they were trying to emulate that Hollywood stars were kind of doing, you might see like in some of, again, like the movie posters, where it almost looks, I don't want to say it looks like they were like crying, 
but almost like the edges of their lashes almost maybe look like a little bit like damp. Again, just that sort of like dewy kind of kind like of look to it. Almost. Yes. 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 So here's how they achieved it. Oh no. Um basically what they were doing is they would take uh like hot beads of wax <laughs> and adhese them right to the end of the lash. If you were lucky, they would be able to kind of like hold the lash up properly, maybe with some tweezers or something, and adhese it without it touching your skin. So you didn't and get like burnt. hold it there for a moment until you know it cooled and they could drop it. What? However, most people who were doing this at home like were not so lucky. And if you didn't really have someone there to like do it, like just to even imagine like with your fingers, you know, yeah. just trying to like do it. Ow, that burns. Well, now you've just dropped the lash and now you're, you know, the the uh, delicate skin on your <laughs> eyes is kind of burning too. So a lot of people suffered a lot of burns. Uh, there were times when wax would actually get into someone's eyes and they were blinded by this as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, at least they look cute, right? But they had that dewy look. <laughs> they just couldn't see it. <laughs> um, yeah. <gasps> that is terrible. But Yeah. So again, just like in going through with the whole lash thing, like mm-hmm. I just had to mention kind of that I came across that in some of my research as well. Um, wow. Yeah. And yeah so next time you see that sort of like raindrop dew effect on someone's lashes from like 1910s, 1920s, um, yeah, they were hot hot beads of wax that they had allowed to cool on, on their lash. And also wow. hopefully it wasn't too hot that you would also end up like burning your lash off. Right. So Because yeah. then again, you'd be back at square zero. Right. Square zero? Well, one. Square one. Yeah. You'd have zero lashes. I like so. Thanks for making it it work. It works. It works. (laughs) But yeah. Um, So then after that, just one more thing I want to talk about. Yes. I keep, you know, and I want to say like, yeah, just very briefly. I haven't been very brief today. We are okay. people. (laughs) Uh, So another trend and this one has more to do with things, you know, going back to that, uh, that when I said earlier, well, we weren't really putting things in our eyes. Yeah. And then I said, well, but we're we going to get to it. We're getting to it now. <laughs> okay. So there was a period. Um, and again, we're, we're still kind of using it now, but not not at all for the same reasons. We discussed like tuberculosis kind of once before. Yeah. Kind of like TB and just that whole like. Women being very delicate looking, you know, whatever. Yes. So again, kind of going back to that like 1800s sort of sort of time period where, you know, women were very delicate and some of the men were delicate as well. Absolutely. You know, we're not here to um, judge. No. Um, I got too excited about that. I'm <laughs> like, no, get... not at all. That was very <laughs> The <emphatic>. opposite. <laughs> um, judge, no. Enjoy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so kind of going into the 1800s, to me, I think what makes this trend so interesting is the reason we get into it. Okay. So obviously the 1800s, very big time for tuberculosis. Yes. Uh, this is also going to be um, something that informs their beauty standards okay. at the time. TB. Really weird thing to say, yes. Okay. Yes. So what would generally happen to you if you were someone who had TB? And again, this is, you know, kind of a... a, 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 a Long issue. Yes. You would generally, and it was like written about, you know, again, in poems and, you mm-hmm. know, that that sort of thing. You would kind of have like a little, like, so they were usually pretty pale. Yes. They um, had a little bit of like a soft pink glow to their cheeks. Okay. Uh, they were usually on the more slender, sort of like frail side. You are definitely describing TB as being right. beneficial. And, well, here's the deal. Uh, and then they had this, like, dreamy sort of look, look in their eyes. So people really enjoyed this look. I don't know. I don't think they stopped to think about what it is. So the pallor or that, you know, very, you know, pale, you know, sort of like, oh, I don't even have to go outside, you know, yes. and work, you know, sort of thing that was very popular. Yep. Um, it wasn't a good thing, obviously. You know, these people are very sick. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons they became so pale was generally because um, they were coughing up so much blood and not everyone was able to, like, have a transfusion. Like, we didn't really, like, have a lot of that technology. Sure. So they were pale because they were just literally losing blood. So that was a thing. 
the rosy glow that everyone thought looked so healthy for some reason yeah was actually because they were all running light fevers Ooh, okay um the frailty you know the you know oh they're so slender and again this actually kind of goes back in your corseting episode from the other week as well yes um corsets became very popular at this time again you know um mostly because it was also considered a wasting disease they were like not able to necessarily like keep a lot of food down and they would lose a lot of their appetites during this time because they were so ill wow yeah so people were wearing corsets Okay. People like to be pale. Again, you know, smacking our cheeks around a little bit. Uh, and one of the things uh, that we're going to get into here in terms of like the eye stuff. Yeah. Was that sort of like dreamy, far away kind of, you know, look they all had. Yeah. It's literally because they were like half in a fog and they were literally like in and out of consciousness, in and out. One of the um, things that some people ended up having is like they would become so feverish they would almost have hallucinations. Oh, wow. Um. So when they were saying like, oh, you know what a dreamy like far away look in her eye literally probably mentally that person is like miles away oh absolutely just like in in another world so but this whole look all put together all caused by like things that were happening to you because you were so ill and again this was like a very serious disease like people oh yeah many people died yes um you know there there's a reason you know even now i well i don't know if you still have to or not but i know when i was little you still had to do it was kind of like a prick test yep for for a tb yep is that no never mind that was polio just kidding iron lung that was polio yeah i think so yeah Yeah. okay never mind no (laughs) i was just gonna say because polio would paralyze you yeah, but I think it paralyzes like your oh, diaphragm it does. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So they couldn't breathe. Um, um but uh T B, your lungs would fill with fluid. Yes. And so they were also unable to breathe. So again, fainting couches were they were just always good. Super important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um another pop culture reference. Yes. Um Satine yes. from Moulin Rouge. Yes. Um great example. Perfect courtesan i was mm-hmm. trying to think of what they called yep. him in the movie um everybody wanted her and she was literally dying of tb and yep. everything that they liked about her was everything you just it was described. all basically a symptom of tb <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and um, i think they actually show her in the, i mean obviously it's not real blood but they do have a minute where she like yes. towards the end yep coughs and that's when you napkin. kind of realize like how how sick she really is yeah during the last um, big number that I'm totally singing yes. the song in my head now. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Um, just to get off on a tangent here for like That's one fine. second and then I'll bring it in right back. <laughs> um, I do remember being pretty upset. Like I was kind of like I don't understand why she had to like tell his character like no I don't want to be with you and whatever. And people were like really trying to tell me like because she's trying to save him. Like the heartache, you know, of like going through this and she knows she's dying. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm selfish. (laughs) I would tell him and let him be my my side. I want you and Um, McGregor and Nicole Kidman together. (laughs) Either way, his heart's going to, you know, he's going to be hurt. Yes. It was a lose-lose regardless for him. Instead of just hurting his feelings, you know. Yeah. No. let him know. (laughs) Um, But yes. So, but in any case, yeah, great example. Thank you. Uh, There were actually several um, operas that were written. Ooh. Uh, related to, and, you know, in, in some of these, um, one was called, I think it was, uh, was it La, La Traviata? I am going to say yes, because it sounds something along good. Some, Something along those terms. <laughs> yeah. Um, or terms. Something along those lines. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then also, obviously, um, in uh, Les Mis. Yes. Also, and then even one of the Bronte sisters, Charlotte Bronte, even, like, wrote about um like the beauty of like some people with tb it was just it it was very weird they really romanticized they it. really did because again i guess like you just looked so good <laughs> when when you had it there was even like a very um and again i can't remember her name but there there's uh, actually a portrait of a girl i believe her first name was daphne uh from you know the the 1800s mm-hmm. and there was this like very well-known like portrait of her and she was, again, kind of like a Countess of Coventry. Yes. You know, she she was known as this great beauty. And like, oh, my gosh, like, look at this beautiful portrait of her, like the hallmark. Like, this is the standard. And it was actually taken, like, less than a year before she died of TB. Get so out. just kind of going back to, like, we've always sort of, like, romanticized, like, these, Diseases. I don't know, dying people. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. 
So in any case, if you were not someone who was afflicted with this. Yes. I would not want to be. I don't no. know. Like 10 out just, of 10, no. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you didn't, what they were doing at the time, especially just, again, like drawing attention to, to the eyes. Mm-hmm. They were putting basically just like straight from the plant, like straight extracted belladonna into their eyes. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what belladonna is, um, it's also known as deadly nightshade. Great name. It is deadly. <laughs> it it's will right kill in the you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so people were basically taking it just like in its most pure form and just putting it directly in their eyes because what it does, it dilates the pupils. Okay. Um, and it kind of gives you that kind of like glassy, shiny. I I say glassy. They were saying shiny, bright look. Mm. <laughs> it's the same thing that your um, eye doctor uses now when you go for your eye tests to dilate your eyes. Oh, get out! But in a much different form. <laughs> um, you know, very very diluted. Now we have you know any number of other things in there also, and we know how to use it safely. Yes. They were just like straight extract, right Ugh. from the plant. Like, there's no, like, oh, this is the correct dose. This is the correct amount. We're going to dilute it. No. Wow. Just right in your eye. Um, You know, and some of the things that could end up happening, like, for belladonna poisoning. Mm -hmm. Again, over time, like, the fastest way to get something in your uh, bloodstream was generally going to be through the eyes. Right. (laughs) Uh, So people were experiencing tremors, hallucinations, uh, heart palpitations, obviously leading to fainting. Uh, blurred vision, kind of the same as now, you know, sure. you're supposed to have somebody, you know, <laughs> who's able to come pick you up because you usually can't drive. Yes. Uh, and then um, possible blindness. Wow. Um, also, eventually kind of like a mental fog, um, some some eventual like mental issues could arise. I'm, I'm you're you're being poisoned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so again, this these are things that could happen either like if they're ingested. So again, you can use this to actually poison someone with. Oh, my gosh. Um, or... <laughs> You know, in, in, in your eyes, if you're doing this often enough, you could just end up going blind, going going a little mad. Wow. Um, experiencing all of these different symptoms. But if you didn't have that. Yes. Uh, what they would do, and I don't know, I'm thinking it's just because it irritates you so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like the uh, cinnamon and, and uh, lip plumper situation. <laughs> yeah. They would take uh, either orange or lemon. Ooh. And you just squeeze it directly into your eye. What? Yeah. How I feel like over time it would just dry your eye out and it would probably burn and irritate your eye. So I don't get why people were doing that. I don't think it's something that they did all the time. But kind of like if you didn't have access to Belladon, it would just kind of temporarily sort of just like shock the eye uh, into uh, dilating. Wow. Mm -hmm bold choice it is and i don't know who like the first with so many of these things i'm like who was the first person to be like i'm gonna put this in my eye yeah this burns a cut i never (laughs) at any point in my life have ever been in a situation where i'm like i'm gonna put that in my eye (laughs) right ever no i for any reason i've never had that thought yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be doing that. No. Nope, that's okay. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, so on that note, I feel like I covered <laughs> uh, pretty much what I wanted to in this episode. Okay. Um, no, I think it yeah. was great. I hope So I mean, I hope it was worth it. waiting for. 100%. I am so excited that we finally got to it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. A plus, buddy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, and then um, our next episode. Yes. So I actually, you guys might not hear this in time. I have a little poll going on right now mm-hmm. of what my next topic should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll say it on here. And if anybody wants to comment just in later, case, just yeah. in case, um, I am up between. So I should preface it with, mm-hmm. we had had the first six topics picked Long story short, we were going to present a panel after we saw a super shitty one. We thought we could do better. That's actually the whole reason for <laughs> this show, guys. I feel like we never like got into an explanation of why we're doing this. No, that was literally the reason. We went to a terrible panel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we were like, uh, mm. so we think we could do this. <laughs> Absolutely. And it snowballed out of control. And yep. here we are, friends. Yep. Um. So all of those 
that first six episodes of this were the topics that we'd already picked out. So we'd already known that we were going to yep. do those. We are officially in territory where the sky is the limit mm-hmm. on our choices. And now I'm having a hard time picking which topic I want to go with. I'm having difficulty with mine too. <laughs> yeah. So I'll probably shoot out a poll soon for yeah, mine too. Absolutely. I think it's like the the most like democratic way to do it. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like what do you want to hear <laughs> us talk about? Yes. So my choices at the moment are radium baths. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to explain anything. Mm-hmm. Um, or detox teas. I know which one I want you to talk about. <laughs> okay. We'll discuss it afterwards. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can let me know. Just I so was going to say something influence. that was going to give it away, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Okay. I think I know which one you're going to pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to a client at work, mm-hmm. and she picked one of those two topics when I asked her. I think it's probably the one I picked. Is it the one I picked? I don't think it is. I think she told me the other. Okay. We're being so we'll cryptic we'll about see. this. <laughs> so um, go to our Insta. It's um, at... At, 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 am I pretty pod? Am I pretty now pod? Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Um, and I will keep reposting that story mm-hmm. for like a couple days yet because I am gonna yep. have to research it. Eventually. I will too. Yeah. Um, but we'll try to keep it up as much as possible. If you hear this and the story still isn't up, feel free to DM us on our Insta page. Yep. Um, we do listen or rather we check read. it. We check it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let me know what you guys would be interested in. I mm-hmm. kind of, I have a favorite mm-hmm. out of the two, mm-hmm. but uh, we're here to please yep. our audience. So yes. let us know what you want. Sometimes ourselves a little bit. <laughs> sometimes but, We're a little self-serving mm, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on that note, um, this will be released the 11th. The 11th. Yep. So two weeks after that, we're going to be doing, fingers crossed, Mm-hmm our ooky spooky halloween special yay um so stay tuned for that i think it's gonna be a lot of fun so excited we're uh working it out right now Mm -hmm. we were literally discussing it before we we hit the record Mm -hmm. button um but on that note please stick around we got cool stuff coming your way yep i'm Haley. i'm erin and this is am i pretty now podcast stay spooky friends (laughs) whoo